Welcome to this uh, meditation retreat at the One Dharma Center. We all enjoy nice weather and very beautiful setting with the nature and, and facility. The theme of this uh, meditation retreat is uh, everyday practice with joy and Dharma of a good habit. In this beautiful setting, in this beautiful uh, season, spring is a very, very grateful season for practice. Gautama Buddha was enlightened one of the spring day early in the morning, and Sotesan was enlightened in the spring day too. So this is our gathering to pursue and cultivate Dharma of a good habit so one day we can be enlightened too. Establishing Dharma of good habit is critical in the path of awakening. Why is it so important? Because all of you were born in a very special nature, we call it Buddha nature, which is symbolized here as a circle. So you have this all positive quality, which is untouched by and untainted by any of your negative experience. This is the reason we want to cultivate meditation and practice and establish a dharma of a good habit to develop this nature of awakening, this nature of a Buddha within, so we can cultivate, develop, and advance our practice to tap into this quality within yourself. That's why it's critical to practice, to understand this Buddha nature and experience it and nourish it through our meditation like this and use it in our daily activity so we can fully realize and, and self-realization can take place and liberation as well as a real happiness comes from understanding and uncovering this divine nature within all of us. So what is a Dharma of a good habit then? Dharma of a good habit is your willingness to see, to look, and to recognize and to understand and be mindful of what's happening here and now in the moment. So, Dharma of a good habit is a willingness to look at what is happening in us, in our mind, in our thought, in our life, and life around us. This Dharma of a good habit means a willingness to practice meditation and dharma so we can understand how to live here and now in the moment instead of wandering around with your thoughts and distractions. Because our mind tends to not focusing. Jumping here and now, we call it monkey mind. But underneath the monkey mind, if you train your mind, you can let go of all those distractions 
and tap into this all beautiful quality of your own Buddha nature. In our life, why we do what we do? We all do something different, right? So why? Why you do what you do? The founding master Sotesan said, human nature is originally neither wholesome nor unwholesome. But good or bad character comes into existence in accordance with one's habit. Habits are formed as one's initial thought responds repeatedly to various causes and conditions around oneself. The principle of a habit forming in accordance with the cause and conditions is the same whether you are having good habit or bad habit. But it is difficult to become habituated to good things and easy to become habituated to bad things. So think about your own habit. Think about why you do what you do in your life. What are the good habits you have? Maybe coming here. Maybe coming to temple, coming to center to practice. That is a very good habit. And what kind of a bad habit you want to let go? Habits are key factor in human life if you look at this passage carefully. According to a research, more than 40% of our daily activities are habits. You don't think about it, you just do it habitually. Key, the key is in learning how to replace the bad habits with a good habit. So about the habit, there are so many teachers and philosophers who talked about it. The Greek philosopher Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. So forming dharma of a good habit is critical. You become excellent in any field you are engaging in if you form a good habit. Like Thomas Edison said, genius is 1% of inspiration and 99% of sweat and effort. So we all have 1% of inspiration. When you say the one word, every word was so inspirational. It inspired me. And 99% of your effort means 99% of your practice of a consistent meditation and dharma can make you a genius. At least we are engaged in spiritual journey to know who we are, why we are, where we are, and meditate to find inner strength, to find that centeredness within ourselves, that inborn wisdom, the loving kindness and compassion of our Buddha nature. It is critical to make uh, good habits and replacing bad ones. 
So the question is, how can you establish Dharma of a good habit? The first stage of a, um, Dharma of a good habit is arranging your life, arranging and rearranging, and refocus your life so you can create Dharma and meditation regularly. You made physical effort to arrange your life to come here to attend this retreat. That is a very important first step of establishing Dharma of a good habit. We need the physical and mental effort to organize and reorganize and arrange and rearrange our lives in order to create space and time to practice daily. To attend this kind of meditation retreat is not easy. I know all of you are so busy with so many things you need to do. But you began already establishing that Dharma of a good habit. That's why our head Dharma master and Reverend Peck sending you blessings from Korea. I feel like a Buddhas and Bodhisattva of a past, present, future also bless you, sending you awakened energy to deepen and strengthen your cultivation, your meditation, so you can experience the beautiful nature within yourself. Whole universe also helping you to learn the beauty of nature by looking at beauty, beauty of nature while the flowers, all different trees, different shades of colors and greens inspire you to recognize your inner beauty and inner goodness. Second stage of a Dharma of a good habit is overcoming difficulties. Even we began this journey of awakening, the path of awakening, we sometimes encounter pains and hindrance and obstacles, disappointment and difficulties. While you are sitting in meditation here, you may have a pain in your legs or your back. So you need to overcome those difficulties. Not only physical pains, but there are many obstacles along the way when you keep practicing meditation. Through meditation, we recognize and see our limitations and strength, and see your own shortcomings and all those things you want to let go. But if you recognize it, there is a moment your wisdom guides you, you can let go. You can choose not to react or not to do, but make a mindful choice to act with the serenity, with the wisdom, with the compassion, and with the loving kindness. But if you don't recognize your shortcomings, if you do not know what is your limitations, you will not able to let it go and get rid of those. Many of you, when we said one word, you, you said togetherness, 
community, sangha. So this is the, the power, power of sangha, power of community, and power of togetherness when you face any difficulty in your practice. If you do it alone, when you're facing hardships, you may give it up. It is critically important to have a sangha like this, to have a community, to have a Dharma friends like this and teachers around so you can overcome your difficulties. You can learn and discern. You can ask questions or you can learn from teachers through Dharma tech or interview or simple conversation. Or you can learn from your Dharma friends. Sometimes your Dharma friends have a better way of communicating. So group discussion is designed for that. So we can support each other and reinforce each other and help each other to strengthen our practice. Practice together is much more powerful than practicing alone. So the second stage of a Dharma practice to overcome any difficulties that might arise in the process we are practice, it is a time that you come really come back to the community and spend more time with the, uh, like-minded people and teachers so you can pass those uh, uh, ups and downs of your life, especially during practice. And third stage of your dharma, of a ha good habit, is uh, begin a lifelong romance with yourself. Buddha said, you yourself, as much as anybody in the universe, deserve your love and affection. How much do you love yourself? When you love somebody, when you fall in love with somebody, you want to take time with them, spend quality time with them. Do you want to know about them? And do, do you, you want to know everything, anything about them, both good and bad? How about you? How much do you love yourself? How much do you spend time just for yourself? Begin the romance with yourself by practicing, sitting silent meditation. You just totally, 100% be with you. Pay attention to your thought. Pay attention to your mind. Pay attention to your emotion and psychological state. Pay attention to what you like and what you dislike and why. So you begin to learn about yourself. When you learn about yourself and clearly know what you like and what you dislike, and know the causes and conditions of those, you can transform yourself. So loving yourself is very critical, especially people who are living in this 21st century. Because of so much stimulation coming from little machines in our hands, we don't have time to love ourselves, to meditate, be fully, 100% be with you. I'm sure you spend much time to love somebody else. 
but here today we begin new journey to love yourself so you can spend quality time rest of your life in our introduction many of you said that this uh, love how important it is love yourself is very very important too appreciation appreciation of your practice here appreciation of our togetherness here delight happy acceptance accept yourself as you are love yourself as you are you don't have to be different to be lovable or to love yourself and joy smile grace gratitude so all of these words you you bring it to this retreat and the really beginning of forming good habit with dharma of good habit you begin to love yourself just as you are no matter what happened unless you do that who else would do that for you so during the retreat we will practice a noble silence because you are speaking to others over there a lot so when you enter this dharma center we, are, we preserve the noble silence for you to fully listen to yourself be aware of your thought be aware of your condition of your emotional psychological and mental state so being silenced means really providing that opportunity to look within to see how you are no matter what happened you are the one pick you up you are the one love yourself you are the one bring to the cushion yourself and sit and meditate meditation practice cultivate positive qualities like wisdom like loving kindness like serenity groundedness trust and compassion so when we establish dharma of a good habit we will be in touch with the best of ourselves don't pay attention to too much on your negativity pay attention to best of yourself pay attention to your positive quality positive thinking positive way of expressing it positive way of behave and relate with the life around you when we have this uh, deeper sense of what really we want what is the most important things to you if we know it then meditation will help you open your heart to all of your experience both good and not so good and pay attention to all parts of yourself so meditation helps us to be gentle 
with ourselves. Don't give a too harsh word or harsh thought in condemning and complaining and, and judging yourself. So we will end it here now today. So we are beginning good habit of all this good quality to love yourself, to find the best quality of yourself and better quality to live your life from here and now. Meditation also helps us stop looking for happiness in wrong places. How often do we do that? In our meditation, through this uh, Dharma of uh, good habit, we discover real happiness comes from our meditation. Simplicity, presence, and co concentration. When you are able to concentrate your mind on your breath, 100% meditating, that is the moment, real joy you can feel. How grateful, how happy moment is it. So if you are loving yourself, if you are happy, you can love others much more. You can love others unconditionally. The fourth and final stage of a dharma of a good habit is your life is your practice. Your practice is not confined to sitting on the cushion anymore. Your life is your practice of a meditation. When you are sit, you practice sitting meditation. When you walk to get somewhere, you practice walking meditation. Your life becomes practice of your dharma. So if you have this habit, good habit of practicing dharma all the time, wherever you go, whatever you do, this is the final stage of a dharma of good habit. So now you know where to find real happiness. If you practice your meditation continuously in all place, at all time, it is possible to feel inner joy, inner happiness, and inner peace, and make a real progress toward awakening, toward liberation. Introductory class, many of you again said the focus. In order to practice meditation continuously, you need to focus all the time. Not only sitting meditation, focusing your breath and your lower center, but focus in everything you do. And liberation, humili uh, humility, structure, and wonder. If you practice meditation all the time, you begin your life with a wonder and awe all the time. You see things, you do simple, little things become peak experience. Make it really see things as they are and uh, make it alive. You feel like this is a life. This is a living.
Dharma of good habit means consistency, perseverance, joyous effort, steadiness of your practice so you can make a progress. When you chant, you chant the progress, right? Really making progress, not regress. Building consistent practice of Dharma is the key to the path of awakening. According to Malcolm Gladwell's Our Liar, the mastery of any given discipline depends less on some innate talent, more of the number of hours devoted to practice. Even highest aspiration for full enlightenment and liberation, it is not spiritual genius, but how much we practice. So think about it. Malcolm Gladwell continues to say that the idea that excellence of a, at performing a complex task required a critical minimum level of practice surface again and again in the study of expertise. In fact, researchers have settled on what they believe the magic number for true expertise, 10,000 hours. The emerging picture from such studies is that 10,000 hours of practice is required to achieve the level of mastery associated with being a world-class expert in any field, including meditation. It seems that it takes the brain, your brain, this long to assim assimilate all it needs to know to achieve true mastery. So, Continuous of a practice, consistency is a key to transform and change your brain to experience the real meaning of a meditation. If we practice 10,000 hours, it doesn't matter where you are, how you are, how much you have talent or inborn wisdom, it's all possible to perform top performance. So you can master your meditation. The good news here is that your practice make it perfect, not talent. Your practice allow you to see and experience and feel your Buddha nature. It means that everyone has a chance It is very encouraging news. Remember, practice makes you perfect. Practice makes you awakened. Practice makes you feel real happiness. Practice makes you liberation and liberated. So we prepare this living Dharma a guide to daily practice of one Buddhism to help you to build consistent practice. If you have 
Living Dharma, you can open page 48. Think about for the moment, what is the most important thing in your life at this time? Think about it. What is the most critically important things in your life at this time? So in this Dharma record, on the top, you will write that, your top priority. You write your goal, your goal of a practice. Write down. What do you want to accomplish? And what is the most important thing at this time in your life? And then, why we prepared this one? Because in order to form a good habit, research says that uh, you need 66 days to establish your good habit. After six, six days of your daily practice, it become natural, it become automatic. You don't have a struggle anymore. So establishing this kind of a good habit of a practice is the purpose of this one, this uh, living dharma. So if you look at the first column, it's about uh, deepening of your meditation and prayer. Do you all have a pen with you? Anyone needs pen? Could you put your hands up if you need a pen? So yeah, Myung-jung will go around to give you. So on the top there, you can write today. Today is uh, Friday, May 18th. On the, on the Friday, you can write May 18th. And Saturday, May 19. So during the retreat, we will end our day with a silent prayer. So meditation, we will practice right after this. And chanting, you practice already. We can put the check mark on your chanting since you practice already. And reading any spiritual book or scripture. So you put check mark or dashes. If you practice it, check mark. If you didn't do it, forget and dash. So you can look at how you are practicing it, how you make a progress. And the second column called uh, precepts. Normally, when you initiate the path of awakening, we give five precepts. So we have a five space here. You can think about your own precept. Anything you want to establish or get rid of from your habit. So you, you can think about your own habit, such as uh, healthy eating or exercise or 
organize anything. You can, you can make uh, your own precept, and then you can pick a few from our precept, uh, such as don't be lazy, or don't be arrogant, or don't be greedy, or don't be angry. So anything, if it's relevant to you, you can write here and keep track of it each time and each day. And the bottom there, we call it the mindful and unmindful. Here, among your habits, through your meditation, I hope throughout this uh, weekend retreat, you will be aware of it, aware of your limitations, shortcomings, and aware of what you want to establish in your life, in your practice, and in your habit, so you can write here empty space and practice it. This mindfulness and unmindfulness is just to pick one thing. If you do everything, it's very difficult to do it, but if you pick just the one to be mindful each day and throughout your practice until you master it. So anything think about in your life you want to establish. Um, Maybe love yourself if you don't love yourself. Or if you establish all those good habits, you know, try to practice meditation all the time or continual meditation. Or one minute of a practice of a meditation or silence every hour. Or something like that. Just be specific. Pick one thing to practice. So in, in your small black box, you can take out this mind study, these cute little things. So the, in the bottom column, you just pick one habit to form or to let go. Either uh, you can pick according to each individual's level of practice, it will be different. So you can pick one and then see this one. One is a black and one is a white. In the beginning of uh, our practice, Sotesan used the black bean and white bean. So we will call it white bean and black bean. So I, can, I can see you are practicing it. So, <laughs> So if you are mindful of the chosen habit, if you are mindful, put one up. If you are mindful, you know, so throughout the day, whenever you practice the selected habit, you keep practicing with putting wiping up. If you are unmindful, and you push this black button, black bean up. So throughout the day, if you are mindful, you put white bean up. If you forgot and unmindful and get into trouble, then put it black bean up. So throughout the day, you hold it in your hands or in your pocket to practice it with you. This can change your whole life. Think about it. It says a mind study. In one Buddhism, 
all our teaching is geared to the mind study, geared to the, this uh, practice to form positive things in your life and to let go and replace uh, bad things and bad habits. So this is a very simple, but when you utilize it, it has a big power. In one Buddhist tradition and practice, knowing your mind is so important. Knowing yourself, knowing your habit, knowing your weakness and strength, knowing why you do what you do, it's very important. So with this one, you're studying yourself, you're studying your mind. So, yeah, at least you can push one breath, breathing in, breathing out, push up one, one, one wipe in. And uh, you just practice like that. This is the way to establish, to transform our life. You can read this book since you will not talk to anybody else. You can read this book and master how to do it how to establish your consistent practice, and how to change your bad habits and replacing with a good habit by using this black bin and white bin mind study. So continue it day by day. Just take one day at a time. Just today, you focus on today to live your life with this mindfulness, with uh, keeping your Dharma record. And weekly, you can review. At the end of each week, you will add up how many black beans you made, how many white beans you made, what kind of uh, precept you, you are uh, observing or not, or how many times you practice throughout the week. So if you look at this simple Dharma record, you can see what are you making progress or not? So this is the way we transform. This is a very scientific way uh, to awaken us, to make us a living Buddha. <laughs> so this tool is invented by Sotesan actually, and I put it all the different teachings and different way of uh, uh, practice you are daily practice with joy and uh, forming dharma of a good habit. It's up to you now how to use it and transform it, become happier person, or put in uh, somewhere and forget about it. I hope no one do it. No one. <laughs> I hope really you fall in love with this. This is the one to begin lifelong romance with yourself, loving yourself.